Welcome to 7-Minute Opinions, your audio guide to thought-provoking arguments from a variety of writers and thinkers. Today, Peter Weber, senior editor at TheWeek.com, shares four classic Sesame Street moments we probably shouldn't show today's kids. When the Children's Television Workshop unleashed Sesame Street on the world in 1969, it sparked a revolution in television programming. For the first time, TV was supposed to educate children as well as entertain them. It made learning fun, using techniques developed through years of rigorous research. Finally, parents across the U.S. had a TV show they could feel safe letting their kids watch. But when you buy the first season on DVD or iTunes today, it comes with a warning. That these early Sesame Street episodes are intended for grown-ups and may not suit the needs of today's preschool child. For parents today, especially those who grew up in the 1970s and 80s, this disclaimer may come as a bit of a shock. But once you start watching the early years again, it's pretty clear, this is not your child Sesame Street. For one thing, Sesame Street has become pretty gentrified over the past 45 years. The street itself has been spruced up, stripped of its grit and graffiti. Even Oscar's trash can is conspicuously tidier. Most notably different, however, are the characters. On vintage Sesame Street, Oscar seems irredeemably miserable, like maybe he should be on meds. There's no sign of the excitable Prozac-y Elmo. In fact, none of the Muppets are sunshiny, except Ernie, who just comes off as slow. Meanwhile, Cookie Monster is on the fast track to diabetes, and he even enjoys a pipe on occasion, smoking and then eating it. Children are seen riding bikes without helmets, and in the pilot episode, a young girl is being shown around Sesame Street by a grown man who is not her father, but is holding her hand. It's true that most of those things wouldn't make it on children's TV today, but those aren't the only strange or even slightly disturbing early Sesame Street moments that wouldn't pass muster with today's sensibilities. Here are four clips that might give contemporary parents the heebie-jeebies. The first reveals Kermit's shocking true nature. Apparently, he was a lot meaner in his, and our, youth. In this clip, Kermit explains feelings, particularly happiness, but is interrupted by Cookie Monster, who eats one of his visual aids. The frog does not like this. In fact, he gets so mad that he rips Cookie a new one. You big, (laughs) stupid, rotten monster! You make me so mad, I don't believe it! You are without a doubt one of the nastiest monsters I've ever seen! And I'm so mad, I'm going to tell all my friends how how rotten you are, and nobody's going to ever play with you anymore, nobody's going to even talk to you anymore! That's how mad I am! And furthermore, I'm going to tell your mother on you! Oh, not my mommy! And your mother's not going to let you come here anymore! Froggy, please, Froggy, not my mommy! I'm going to tell your mommy! Oh, I'd be so sad! Making Cookie cry? Not cool, Kermit. Speaking of Cookie Monster, we all know that he has a bit of an eating problem. In the second clip, Cookie Monster actually has a hankering for an egg sandwich, which is definitely healthier than a cookie, until you hear the recipe. Okay, well listen, all you need is some bread. A bread? I got bread? Bread, 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 bread. There's bread? Good. All right, now you need some butter. Butter, where's butter? Okay, here, butter. Oh boy, get all over fur. Okay, now you need a hard-boiled egg. One hard-boiled egg? Where's hard-boiled egg? There. Okay, there, hard-boiled egg. Good. I put that down there. Okay. Okay, now what? Now you might want some salt. Salt? I get salt. Great. Now what? Okay, that's it. That's everything you need for an egg sandwich. I don't think that's a recipe Michelle Obama would endorse. Speaking of things a first lady wouldn't like, kids, 
If a strange man approaches you and starts to open his trench coat, don't sit around. Run. In this third clip, a song about the letter O features the aforementioned dim-witted Ernie, who is approached by a shady Muppet wearing a trench coat. While singing in a whisper and looking over his shoulder, the questionable character tries to force Ernie to buy a letter O that he slyly slips out of his coat. Maybe it, you know, fell off the back of a truck. So would you like to buy an O? I'm opening the door. It's not often that I offer. Well, could you ask for more? It'll cost you just a nickel. A nickel? Shh! Right, so buy the O and take it home tonight. Don't ask any questions. Just buy the O and take it home tonight. And finally, we'll end this strange journey at the disco. While it's a little passe today, back in the 70s, the disco was the place for wild, late-night, drug-induced partying. Which is why it's so very odd that Sesame Street producers of that era chose to send Cookie Monster to Studio 54. Me lost me cookie at the disco. Me lost me cookie in the boogie music. Me lost me cookie at the disco. Me want it back. Me want it back again. Why exactly did Cookie Monster lose his cookie? I don't think we'd want our kids to know. Yeah, we get it. The pre-DVD warning and playful hand-wringing says at least as much about today's hypersensitive, overprotective society and helicopter parenting as it does the questionable editorial judgment of Sesame Street's first producers. But you should judge for yourself. That does it for this week's episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. For more from Peter Weber or to check out the week's selection of podcasts, go to theweek.com and theweek.com slash audio. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, tell your friends, or give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And thank you so much for listening.